Welcome back, Leafs Nation and hockey fans, to the Believers Podcast. I am your host, Mikey D. We are back to our regular scheduled program. I uh, just took last week off um, to kind of get my sleeping back in order. Uh, trying to learn how to edit has kept me up into hours of the night should be illegal. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, for today's show, a uh, couple of non-leaf notes and then we'll get into the Leafs talk of it all. Uh, and then to wrap up today's show, uh, I got a trade segment for today. Uh, I've been playing around on Cap Friendly. Not not a lot. I'm still figuring out how to work out the site. Um, but I at least have some player-for-player player trades that I think might be interesting to share on the show. And then to fully wrap it up, a huge update in Chell Chat. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to revealing where the Maple Leafs had finished season mode. All right, so to get into the uh, into the first show back, feeling refreshed, into the non-leaf notes we go. So to start it out, a story that like caught my eye, and this was around the time uh, that my kind of like reset started. Um, so this went viral on I I'd seen it on Twitter. Um, there was a fan that reached out to uh, Josh Norse, Norse of the Ottawa Senators, and the fan was like, if I get a tattoo of your face, can I get an autographed jersey? And Josh Norse responds with uh, that he would need uh, photo proof of it happening. So <laughs> the guy sends him back, um, a picture of him uh, looking in the mirror, he's fucking shirtless, and he has a tattoo of Josh Norris's face, just the outline on his chest and down to his stomach almost, and oh my god, it's that is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so Josh... Um, had sent him uh, an autographed jersey, to which I have to say, as the proud owner of three incredible tattoos, I don't know if I would get a tattoo of like Tavares's or Matthews's face. Like, uh, okay, if there's an autographed jersey involved, like that's okay. That's that's tempting. That's tempting. But, like, do I get, like, a meet and greet with the player, too? Can I have a beer with them? Just one beer? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so to continue on here, um, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned it on the show here, Trevor Zegras got the uh, Michigan assist, uh, passed it to his teammate Milano, who batted it in for the goal. Uh, so leading up to the All-Star break, uh, Anaheim had played Montreal, and Trevor Zegras, like Thanos, was like, all right, I'm going to do it myself, and he did it again. He Well, he got the Michigan goal this time. He came around the back of the net and just patted it in. Um, somewhere John Tortorella is having a fucking stroke. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, speaking of Trevor's egress, the All-Star game went on this weekend. I didn't really get to watch. I I wasn't able to find a, a good stream. Um, but the highlights I did get to see and some of the uh, gifts on Twitter afterwards. Um, from the skills competition, what was it? Jack Hughes with the uh, Michigan, and not the, the with the Michigan. Michigan. Um, uh, magical setup there uh, and the little um, that that was a lot of fun to watch and then well in highlight form um, and then what was it uh, Trevor Zegris uh, he had the uh, outfit from um, dodgeball and uh, he was blindfolded and he he did a little spinorama and he actually got the puck in the net uh, honestly, that was one of the coolest fucking things uh, I, I've seen. Holy crap. Um, and then what was it? Uh, one of the new events that they had for this year, I probably didn't get the whole Vegas thing while they were in Vegas, um, was the 21 and 22, uh, which is kind of, I guess, like kind of like a accuracy where just the players are shooting at like these um, not enormously humongous, but like they're bigger than your average poker card. Um, is shooting at poker cards, uh, and it's they're essentially playing twenty-one because it was like they had to shoot the pucks that would get them up to twenty-one without going over. Um, honestly, blackjack is like one of the only poker games I'm I'm alright with. Um, Seeing the highlights of that was uh, that was actually pretty amusing, actually. Um, yeah, so for the all year, it's going to be in uh, Florida. I don't know what you could do, like shoot the puck into the uh, just, just shoot it into a shark or something. Um, we'll see how it goes. If if it goes in Vegas again, like I would love to see the return of that that uh, that blackjack one. That one was a lot of fun. Um, well, at least to, to watch in highlight form. Um, but yeah, that's all the non-Leaf notes for this week's edition of the Believers Podcast. And now, on to the Leafs talk. Um, so, because I missed last week. Uh, so the Leafs have played uh, five games. As of this recording, uh, the Leafs beat Carolina tonight. Uh, was an epic insert win. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that game quickly, but to recap, they played Anaheim on the 26th. Um, and what was fun about that game is that was such a goalie duel. Like, despite, like, it was a 4-3 final in the shootout, um, John Gibson stood on his fucking head. Uh, honest to God, the Leafs Possibly would have just run away with that game had John Gibson not been in net for uh, for Anaheim. Um, like the Leafs got goalie, but still came out with the win. Like that's that's fucking epic. Um, and then what was it? They scored three power play goals in a row in that game. Uh, honestly, uh, and then what was it? They played Detroit on the 29th. Uh, that was such a fun fucking beatdown. Um, the Leafs came back from uh, 4-2 to 
deficit and and then in the third period they just really took over and Michael Bunting with Patrick that because um, it's a hockey day in Canada so the featured hometown was uh, Scarborough and because Michael Bunting is from Scarborough what was said on the broadcast was um, Michael Bunting is the first player to score a hat trick uh, with the featured hometown on Hockey Day in Canada. So that was, that was a fucking neat little tidbit right, right there. Um, and then, yeah, they ended up winning 7-4 to four against Detroit in that one. That one, yeah, just awesome. If anything, um, like, Mirac looked good, but he should have had... The third and fourth, like the last two Detroit goals. Um, but other than that, like, man, the team is fucking gelling. Um, and then leading into the All-Star break, uh, they had a home and away against the New Jersey Devils. Um, <laughs> sorry to my Devils buddy who's possibly listening. Sometimes that's the way she goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... If, uh, for the first Devils game, uh, Leafs were losing, made an epic comeback. Uh, Matthews got a Hattie, uh, Spezza got a goal, Marner got a goal. Um, on, honestly, they, uh, what was it? No, they won 6-4 in that one. Uh, and then in the second game, so this was the last game before the All-Star break, and it was just a dominant team win. Uh, where the Leafs won 7-1 against the Devils. Uh, and then just tonight, they played Carolina. This was the first game back since the All-Star break. Um, going into this one, I was kind of expecting a loss in, in, in a weird way because it's like, the, the well, the team's been off for a couple of days. Maybe we might see some sloppy hockey. Um but honestly, it was actually a pretty fast game. Um, I, I mean, with Carolina, like, that's just um, kind of like the Leafs. Like, they're a young and speedy team. Uh, and Will will run through a fucking wall for Broad Brindamore. Um, but just, it had a playoff feel to it. Um, and it was, honestly, it was a fast-paced game. It was a fun game to watch. Um... Goals back and forth. And even um, what was terrifying to see was Matthews went down almost similarly to how Tavares went down with the injury in uh, the Montreal series. That was really scary to see. Um, but if anything, it was to see that Matthews off. He was okay. Um, he wasn't taken off on a stretcher like Tavares did. Um, or what, um, and at least, again, as of this recording, from what I've seen on Twitter, um, they need time to process what's going on with Matthews after that hit, um, but what was inspiring to see was, so Matthews goes down with that injury, like, this is leading up to the end of the third period, um, Matthews goes down with that injury. He go he goes into the back. Uh, leading up to the end of the game, uh, leading up to the end of the third period, Kerfoot 
just fucking breaks, it gets a breakaway with the puck and to try and just like end the game because it's 3-3, next goal wins. Dying seconds. Oh, he's so close. Like just misses the net. Um, but it was, it was inspiring to see. And then we go to overtime. And, okay, Carolina has some uh, good chances. Toronto has some good chances. But, Magical, Mitchell, Marner. He's got like eight eight or nine goals in uh, his last ten games. Like, since coming back from uh, COVID protocol, this kid has just been on fucking fire. You know what? That's my $11 million winger. Let me fucking tell you that. Um... He does need to prove himself in the playoffs, but it is nice to see how Mitch Marner has been uh, since he's come back. Honestly, just fucking magical. Um, <laughs> and with that win, uh, that brings... So they're third in the Atlantic uh, with 43 games played. They have 30 wins, 10 losses, 3 overtimes for 63 points. Um, in the overall league, they're overall, so they're a top 10 team. Uh, and so the upcoming games they got is, uh, well, they just played Carolina. Uh, this Thursday, they will be in uh, Most games, at least as of lately, and with the uh, Canadian division from last season, the games against Calgary were like just carnival games. So my prediction for that one is we're going to see a 5-4 overtime win. Uh, yeah, we'll see another overtime win here, I guess. Uh, and then Saturday, they'll be playing in Vancouver. Um, on it, uh, what was it? No, Vancouver's been getting a little bit better since they brought in uh, Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, they've been getting some new faces uh, in their organization, which that's been cool to see. Uh, I'm going to say that's a 3-2 Leafs win. We'll see a 3-2. You know what? Nah, no empty netter. 3-2 win. And uh, so now for the trade segment. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to use uh, cap friendly. So for this uh, segment today, it's just going to be player for player trades. And then maybe in a future segment, I'll include, you know, we'll have some fun with it. Throw in draft picks and prospects and all that. Uh, but yeah, for the trades I have today, for the first one, uh, so both of these, they checked off all the marks on cap friendly, able to go through. So for the first one, you trade out Engvall, Dermott, and Hall, and you retain the salary on all three of those players, and you retain the salary on the one player coming back, and the Leafs will get Mark Giordano. Now, this one I bring up because Giordano's name's been coming up in, in trade rumors. Uh, what with how Seattle season's been and will he stick around? Um, or, it, like, because he may be in a win-now kind of mode. Um, honestly, I would take Giordano on the Leafs. Hell yeah. Uh, which is why I kinda, I, I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's see what would be able to bring uh, Giordano here. Um and the second one I got here, and this one's a little bit different. This one, the one of the big uh, trade names I've been hearing lately, and, it, and the name's been tied to the Leafs, is from Anaheim, Josh Manson. So 
for this trade to work out, the Leafs would trade out Hall, Nick Ritchie, and Kerfoot. I I I kind of didn't want to put Kerfoot in, but ultimately it was what had worked out for uh, all of the check marks to come through. Uh, so you include Kerfoot in there. I I didn't want to, but just ah. Uh, um, retain the salary on all three of the players. Um, and not only are the Leafs going to get Josh Manson in return, but they would get Silverberg in return as well. Now, with Silverberg, he's an offensive player, top nine player. Um, what I, why I included him in this trade is when it comes to Kyle Dubas, he is an offensive-minded person, literally and figuratively, with a team full of offense. Um, I thought, okay, if Josh Manchin, if if he is a name that is tied to the Leafs, and if they do get him, what would be uh, an offensive name that they could uh, get for? Like, just knowing Kyle Dubas, he would possibly get an offensive player as well, which is why I, I was like, okay, you know what? For this one, Manson and Silverberg. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Kyle Dubas did say going up, leading up to the trade deadline, he wants to take his time. He wants to see what he has in this roster before making a move, which honestly, uh, may be the most appropriate thing, like just kind of, you know, hold the st uh, ship steady, just see what you got. Um, don't make a move for the sake of making a move. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens going forward. And until, until then, the Leafs are streaking. And uh, now for a huge update in gel chat. Uh, honestly, I powered right through season mode, went right through the playoffs. Uh, what was I? There was an update in the, in the last episode. So, to, to kind of quickly recap, the season mode, well, the regular season ended. Uh, the Leafs, I took the Leafs to first in the Atlantic. They were second overall in the whole league. 52 wins, 29 losses, one overtime for 105 points. Now, in the Playoffs, in round one, I took Columbus down in seven games, which the difficulty got ramped right up for that. Holy shit. And then in round two, I took down Boston in five games. Hallelujah. And then in round three, took down Carolina in five games. And then the best fucking part about it, was in the Stanley Cup final, the Winnipeg Jets were swept. Oh. <laughs> um, it was like the difficulty went down each round. Um, but the digital Toronto Maple Leafs are the Stanley Cup champions. Oh, it was fun to see, fun to do. And since then, I've just been playing quick games, but I'm going to put some more time into Be a Pro and uh, franchise mode in that. Um, but yeah, so that's the show. That's the Believers podcast for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. It's good to be back. 
you can follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow the show, rate it, give it a review, all that good stuff, share it and all that. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, at Pod. Follow my personal Twitter, at Michael underscore Dolson. And my personal Insta, at Michael Dolson. And until next time, be good, be safe, and don't stop believing. Peace.